Hi guys, welcome back to Between Us Foods episode 10. Today we're going to be talking about dance and branding, um, how it's affected the dance community, some of our favorite brands, and some tips to start your own brand. Yeah, so um, sit tight, sit back, relax, and Between Us Foods, let's talk about it. So welcome back to Between Us Foods, guys. Um, today we're going to be talking about dance and branding. Um, but before we get into that, let's go ahead and introduce our panel today. We have a panel of the On One Studios board members, owners, whatever you want to call us and stuff. So um, let's just kind of go quick down the line and just kind of say our names and um, uh, what you do for the studio. Uh, people know who I am, so let's start with other Kevin. What's up? My name is Kevin. I'm the head of marketing here. Cool. Yeah, I'm Gino. I'm the business development officer. Hi, my name is Carly. Um, I'm kind of head of creative, so I do all the visual stuff. Um, yeah, I just make stuff look cool. <laughs> okay, it's like. <laughs> <Hi. laughs> so um, today we're basically talking about dance and branding and how it has pretty much affected the dance community or and even some of our favorite brands. Mm. Um, but first of all, like, what is branding to you guys? Like, what is the definition of like branding? And I'm just gonna kind of leave an open floor here, whoever wants to take the mic. Mm. Interesting. I'll go first. Yeah, every time I think of branding, I kind of think of the person who started it first. Um, like, you know, people think of like Christianity, I think of Jesus, right? Um, so then if people think of um, Kobe, I think of Kobe, right? Because like, that's his brand. Um, if I think of like On One Studios, I think of us. So, um, yeah, I think when it, when it comes to branding, I'm, I'm heavily influenced by the person who started it all, um, just because that's where it all stems from, for me. Yeah, I'd rather go to the source. Mm -hmm. uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I think a lot of people think branding, and I'm kind of referring to your Kobe reference and stuff, that branding is always like this big corporate mm -hmm. thing, mm -hmm. but I think there's a lot of emphasis, particularly in the dance community, um, about like personal branding, like mm -hmm. just who you are, how you present yourself, and mm -hmm. things like that, like all of the stuff that um, represents your identity as um, as a uh, is it either an entertainer, a teacher, whatever mm -hmm. whatever you're trying to go for. Um, I feel like there's a lot of um, emphasis on that, especially nowadays. But yeah, does anyone else have anything to add in terms of just like branding your yeah. own definition? Um, I would say like branding is pretty much like an image that people want to portray to other people. So then. Um, depending upon this, if it's like a company or like an actual like person, they have an image. So then in terms of like an image, it breaks down into different aspects. So then like you said, it's just, uh, it could be like how they perceive uh, or how they um, express, like how they conversate with you, um, their personality, and then like more so like how they kind of market themselves and how they talk to other people. So it's more of like the image. Right. That's how I feel about that. Definitely. Um, anything to add, Kevin? Yeah, it's kind of, for me, it's kind of like the embodiment of a product or service of the company. It's the infusion of the values from the company into the product or service. So it's really like, so Nike, like Nike isn't about selling shoes. It's about mm -hmm. honoring athletes and making them a brand, so. Right, right, right. Um, and outside even On One Studios, like, or even dance in general, like there's a lot of brands that, um, I guess have made a name for themselves and made an identity for themselves. And I kind of want to really quickly talk and touch on some of our favorite brands. Let's start with outside of dance. Like, let's just think Man. like, 
what are some of your favorite brands overall? Um, I, I can go ahead and start. Um, for me, um, well, I'm a big Nintendo fan, but I'm really a huge yeah. fan of like their brand. It's yes, it's family friendly, and it's um, every single one of their games is so it's easy to pick up but difficult to master. So it's really for everyone, yeah. um, and it leaves the door wide open. They're so huge on. Um, referring to their past, they're a hundred-year-old company, so like they they love the legacy that they have, and they love to re refer to that. So I really enjoy that aspect of them is that they are comfortable with their roots and like proud of their roots. Um, so yeah, like Nintendo's like obviously Nintendo fan, but um, yeah, like what are your guys's like um, favorite brands? I guess like you know, in the world. <laughs> in the world. Hmm. I know. Sorry, that was that was wide, but <laughs> I mean. I get. I, mean, I think it's Apple. Apple. Mm. I like them not because of like their technical requirements, their, their details, but it's really just that the their vision that they embody and that they bring out. It's really for Apple. It's not about. It's not about a phone. It's not about a computer. Mm -hmm. It's about enhancing someone's life to make it better, more fashionable, more, more innovative. So it's probably Apple. Yeah, I would say like Apple is one of the top brands that I that I do like. I remember like um, when they had those uh, those like iPod commercials, those are <laughs> yeah. like a thing because it was so different because back in the day I would remember just like product commercials. It would just, it would just be um, like the picture of the phone and like how like it's really good at hearing, I don't know, it's, it has really good headphones or really good like technical qualities to it but that commercial always stood out to me because it's it wasn't about the iPod it was more about how you're listening to music and how like oh like it was more just like the silhouettes of people I don't know if you could like get a, like a screenshot mm -hmm. of that it's just like mm -hmm. colorful like really vibrant and then that's how music should make you feel this is how the iPod is going to make you feel like really I don't know like make you have a good time or yeah. something like that yeah, yeah. so mm. yeah I think for me <clears throat> I'm like super into like streetwear fashion um I would say man LRG like they kind of started it all for me you know like like streetwear wasn't even like a thing back then and then like mm. when um when they came out and then you just see a group of kids like just kind of just come up from nothing I think that's super inspiring and then like um, brands that came after that were like, you know, like the hundreds and then you mm. got um, like Mega with Black Scale, um, Huff, like all those type of brands, Supreme. Um, yeah, just just, hear, just like hearing their stories and how they came up, it's kind of reminiscent of like mm. how we are. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I get really inspired by those guys too, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And perfect segue, so <laughs> how did we come up? So how, how did we come up with our brand, <laughs> right? So Anon Studios, I mean, like, the reason that this panel particularly was selected was that, uh, like, I think <coughs> we all kind of play generally, like, a pretty big role, obviously as owners, um, to um, upholding that brand and, like, establishing it and uh, defining it, pretty much. Um, so in general, um, Quick question for you, Gino, mm. um, is what is, in your definition, um, the brand of On One Studios? Uh, man, honestly, it, it just goes back to my values of just like passion, uh, passion, community, and growth. Um, uh, it kind of just, you know, it, like referring back to like episode two of just, you know, going through that whole trip and stuff and just discovering, 
new things outside of what I was used to. Um, I, I honestly feel like that's just the recipe for like success and you could apply that and translate that to anything. Um, it really is about just being passionate with what you're doing and what you're about. The root word of passion is, is passio, which in turn means like suffer, right? So like how much are you willing to suffer for something? Um, how much are you willing to sacrifice instead of doing what you want to do and doing what you have to do? Like how much time you're willing to put in to, to see this thing through? Um, and also like growth, because through that you're able to watch yourself grow within time. Um, and, and community. Um, I come from, not I come from, but I'm Filipino. Um, and like one of the biggest things about being Filipino is community, you know, because uh, Filipinos are like, you know, let's be real, like it's a third world country. You know, we don't have much, like, like money isn't something that's, that comes out too often. But something that we are rich off of is like, is community. If you go to like the provinces or you go to like any type of like hardship within the Philippines, um, what you will see is just a lot of community, like people helping each other, people making sure that their neighbors are being fed, um, giving fruits or food to like um, anyone that's like suffering, right? Just to make sure like everyone's okay. So um, yeah, that, those are the things that I believe in. Um, and I hope and I hope like everyone in the audience feels and everyone that comes here and works with us or grows with us uh, feels those same values too, so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It really goes back to our, our three values of passion, community, and growth. And what I love about those two is that it's so applicable to any, um, really anything, um, but particularly in the in like the performing arts or like in the arts in general, where art, like art is, is a tough industry to like mm -hmm. jump into and like really like put your all into. So that passio or um, that suffering definitely does exist, but you can't get anywhere without the community that you find or um, that you build mm -hmm. or whatever so then you grow yeah <laughs> so like that's what that's what I love particularly about our um, our values for sure so I mean question for you Kevin um, so how do you and your team um, the marketing team basically ensure that Onwin Studios brand voice is consistent throughout every everywhere that we kind of put ourselves out there I guess yeah I think it's really um, when I pick people to be on the marketing team it's really having them understand what we as Almond Studios embody, which is like Gino said, passion, community, and growth. And then from that, whatever we do, customer facing, whether it's a newsletter, social media, Instagram, everything we do, I make sure that they understand that what we put out is an embodiment of our core values, whether it's a social media post, whether it's even just like chatting to someone on email. It's really just, how, what, is, what is the core value? What are our core values? How do we embody this into anything that we put out to the web. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, like even internally, I think we, we express our values to even the mentors that teach here. Um, we like kind of tell them what we're all about first before we even um, consider them teaching here. Mm -hmm. Or even like, even when they're onboarded, we give them like the deep dive. <laughs> like yeah. we give this whole slideshow presentation. It's, and it's like, it's cool because they really appreciate it though, that they, um, um, they understand what they're getting into and what we really stand for. And I think overall, that's just like what brand is. It's just like, it's what you stand for. It's what you present. And so I think um, it's, it's something culture. that- Yeah. It's the culture you create. Mm -hmm. Yes, that you is know? the word. Yeah, and I feel like that's what Onwin Studios is. It's, it's a subculture within a subculture. Um, so mm. yeah. That is, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so Carly, um, question for you now. 
Okay. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> describe, like, I guess, like, Ano Studios obviously has, like, a, you know, Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, whatever, even the visual mm-hmm. look of the studio, mm-hmm. um, or even this podcast, even, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the visual look. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you, def- like, describe it or define it in your words? Because mm-hmm. you really are, like, the, the point person in establishing that. Yeah. Hmm. That's a heavy question. There's like a lot of things that go into like the visual aspects of things. Mm-hmm. Um, man, okay, so I guess coming like the logo in general, like if you if you take a look at it, it's it's in a design term perspective, it's it's a monogram. So first and foremost, it's a monogram. So what a monogram is, it's a it's uh, letters that combine together to create a symbol. So there's two O's, right? Um, I think uh, in terms of like the pillars, like passion, community, growth, what Gino said, um, I think in general, it's all about connection, like connecting to people. And then I think from our story, um, we're all, us as board, there's six members in the board, we're all connected through through dance. So um, just like, I think, well, for me personally, I don't know about you guys, but um, dance has done so much for me, and that's why I'm still here. Um, and I just feel like, in my in my beliefs, like I feel like I want to spread dance to more people. Um, I and it's all about connection. Uh, if you haven't seen our Kickstarter, you should definitely watch that because. I think it's a good like foundational uh, inform- information to know about how we we all started and yeah it's about being the bridge to other people and to other uh, other aspects of life so it's uh, say like for me I work I work as a branding identity designer at another company and then I try to bridge that aspect of my life here because. I do love dance and and I love design. So that's like my two like worlds that I try to merge together. So if you look back at the logo, it's like two O's. So they're kind of like merging together to create that connection. So I always, I think I said this at an open floor uh, maybe two years ago, but it's always like, this is a space to find your, find your, uh, it's, uh, how do I how do I explain this? Like, there's two there's two different lives that you live, right? In like in my life, there's like out the outside world, and then it's here, and then it's it's more of like this is a it, this is a great space to like you know combine those two aspects together. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if you can say that for yourself, like no, for fact. your stories, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it and it's also like a. Uh, like a Venn diagram too. I think mm-hmm. me and Gino were kind of conceptualizing that when we first uh, made the logo. Um, also, man, there's so many like um, semiotics and symbolisms behind like the logo. Uh, it's also representing, it represents like a chain. So like connecting things, but um, if you look like uh, the chains don't actually connect completely. So just trying to, I guess, say that uh, things are connecting, but you can connect other things together. I don't know. It's like a loose interpretation of like the whole idea of a chain. So, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just a story behind like we're all here because of dance. That's why we're connected. And also when we when we um we had like a today during board meeting we had like a fall schedule or no spring schedule like meeting about like what classes are we trying to offer for our, our studio and so I think one of the values is that we want to connect like and bridge other dance styles to our students as well so it's not just I mean we are an urban dance focused studio but we want to expand and bridge other styles together so that's why we have like k-pop that's why we have uh we had twerk shop we have all these specialty classes um monday night workshops a great uh program that bridges like the urban dance community to like studio related stuff as well so yeah i feel like i'm talking a lot uh, <laughs> i just got really passionate i'm like i'm super yeah. intrigued yeah. too yeah. i'm like yeah. uh-huh. there's just a <laughs> lot of things that like, go time. behind i mean like um i guess in terms of visual aspect i mean we're still developing on like how we can expand the brand to like other aspects like the way we speak to our customers mm-hmm. the way we market ourselves and stuff but i think uh, uh i think we did a really good job in terms of how we uh made things really like the base is very simple and clean and there's there's further for us to explore like mm-hmm. how we can develop a bit more and we're just we're like a very new business i believe yeah, we're the best yeah. Business. <laughs> like we're I, so new <laughs> i actually feel like it's really cool because it, it gives uh you know consumers an opportunity to really grow with the business you mm-hmm. know like um on one studios is two years old if, if we try to translate that into human life it, it's it's still an infant Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, we're, we're still trying to learn how to walk, still trying to learn how to talk. And um, as it grows and you, you kind of see it grow, it, it's this is all real. This isn't like mm-hmm. any social media fake stuff like this is legit. Like you're <laughs> you're seeing this studio unfold within your eyes as you as you come every night. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. every sorry. You yeah. could no, go, no, 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 like every season we it's it's true because physically like every season we try to uh, as a board we try to kind of renovate something a little bit new every mm. every season so yeah you are actually seeing it grow before we had these red walls mm. now it's like white and then i don't know what we did recently we recently just like added new tvs mm. to just like i don't know tell our story more show videos that we are we have archived we have all these youtube videos starting mm. from like 2010, 2010 2011 yeah. like my our workshop started that long ago and we just want people to know like our story mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and just speaking about our brand and our mission with our core values we don't talk we don't talk about hey we're almost studios we're hosting dance classes we're hey we're almost studios we're trying to expand the dance lifestyle to other people mm-hmm. we're trying to ingrain sure. dance into other people's lives mm-hmm. And the way for us is dance classes, but mm-hmm. our brand is really more a lifestyle brand, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And yeah, like like you said, we're consistently trying to improve and grow and just like cultivate this baby, right? Mm-hmm. That we all kind of made. It's a, it's a big <laughs> yeah. old baby. It's a large baby. Six parents. <laughs> Six parents. <laughs> you know. How did we do it? Do we do it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a secret. Only is we it? should not tell anyone else. <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, what also is a secret, I, mean, I don't know if it's a secret, but I feel like a lot of people moment. don't, <laughs> I know. Well, here's the thing, like, 
Why is it called On One Studio? Oh, dude, that's a really cool story. Because actually. We, were in your, yeah. we were in your kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a garage actually or something. Yeah. It was at my house. Yeah. yeah, but before we had the space, we had meetings at my parents' house. Like every it was legit like we have a garage picture yeah oh yeah 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 oh dude it's right here let me just take it oh uh zoom in on that i don't think this matters but you guys are probably gonna whatever sorry if you're listening (laughs) to this on spotify (laughs) you can't see it but you know Um, yeah oh damn i think what's really cool about the garage picture is like i always you know reference like steve jobs and like bill gates and i was like yo this is our garage picture man yeah that was really cool But yeah, I mean, yeah, we would have, yeah, we would have meetings there all the time during the mm-hmm. Kickstarter or right after the Kickstarter. Like, all, my garage was filled to the like ceiling yeah. with boxes. <laughs> it was crazy. Of like everyone's. And then like, your mom would come home right when we know like the garage door opens. It's like, oh, it's uh, Kevin's mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just. Kevin's got thirty crazy. minutes after the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> but like calling it on one studios, I feel like it's such a layered decision Mm -hmm. and i know that we were going back and forth on it all the time Mm -hmm. like for a while and then i think it really started to grow even like to the the community i felt like they kind of kind of had that same feeling Mm -hmm. it doesn't 100 percent roll off the tongue yeah um now it does Mm -hmm. it didn't Mm -hmm. at first Mm -hmm. but um like here's kind of what i define it as on Mm one and you guys can always like um Mm -hmm. jump in here but on one um to me is the beginning uh, you mm. begin mm. the dance on one, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, right? <laughs> Sometimes it's eight. But um, yeah, like I think I want to be a, like the, the organization that is a part of a lot of the start of a lot of people's dance journeys, the start of maybe a movement, the start mm. of something, and that there's kind of limitless possibilities pushing forward after one, mm. right? And, because numbers are infinite. Numbers are right? infinite. Yeah. God so, damn, Kevin. I mean, so this is kind of how I say it. And her, our symbol kind of looks like an infinity sign. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like, um, wow. yeah, so that's kind of how I see it. Um, what's also kind of like interesting too is for people who don't know ballroom as well, on one is like a, a ballroom term and stuff. Mm. And this space was actually like a ballroom focused mm. space. So it's a little, mm. it's an interesting homage to it too. Mm. Like that we had been renting in a ballroom space. So mm-hmm. that's just kind of how I see it. Oh, um, that's something I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Shout out to cool. Susan. Wow. Dude, shout out Susan's to Susan. dance studio. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. <I> <laughs> she retired. She chose to retire. Um, but retired yeah. in peace. Yeah. <laughs> she's actually still alive. She's probably in China. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's been, she's been living her life though. Yeah, like, dude. Honestly, she she's like traveling the world. Yeah. And see, that's our goal in the future, right? When we retire. Um, but <laughs> that's my definition of on one as a whole. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add to like the the definition of that. And that's my interpretation. Yeah, what do you think, Kev? What's, I mean, what, what's yeah. your story? Yeah. yeah, I think that's the, um, the 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 central way that we thought of on one. Mm. Um, I like that. I like it is also like a bear slang like yep. on yeah. one so I like how yeah. it, it has roots in bear slang and mm-hmm. and that the culture that we grew up with with mm-hmm. like yeah. the hyphy movement and stuff like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but surprisingly kids don't know what on one means yeah. anymore I was wild we're getting old but yeah. anyways it's okay. I don't think they're getting cultured enough yeah <laughs> <laughs> <That's like Joke. laughs> what about you guys um yeah you know uh just just going off what you said Kev is like you know on one and just being raised in like the golden era of hip hop and just, you know, just being pounded to just take something negative and turn it into a positive, you know. Um, if we could just take this and then like, um, just do like some wordplay with it because like, again, mm, like yeah. with, um, with 
Kevin B saying, uh, yeah, dance starts on one. Um, and then we're a dance studio. We're from the Bay Area. Like it just, mm -hmm. it's just really cool to be able to just have a studio called On One. Um, yeah, there's a lot of deep thought that came into this. It wasn't just something that like, let's make a studio and have a cool name behind it. It's like, mm -hmm. no, like um, the coolness from the name came from like the meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I totally remember um, I was like watching, I watch class a lot, like from the side. And then there's this one teacher, I forget who, but he was counting and he was like, all right, we're going to start on one. And then he, he like paused and he was like, oh, that's why. It's just like so funny to like see people like kind of connect that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, when we I don't even remember how it came up. I think you were just saying some random words yeah. and you're just like, yeah, you're just like on one. And then we're just like, it just felt good like to yeah. say it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I do kind of remember how we like zoned in on it. We were like in a heated conversation. Yeah, we were like, on one, no, not on one. I personally wasn't, I wasn't for yeah, it just because of like yeah. the the Bay Area yeah, inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then once they convinced me of like the the dance yeah, count, yeah. like on one, I definitely came around to it. But yeah. it was a cool, it was an interesting discussion mm -hmm. like two years ago. It was a growing discussion. I felt like as a team that definitely like made us work together a lot more. Because um, that was kind of like our first, I wouldn't say disagreement, but it was like our first like real conversation mm -hmm. that we had to make as a team. It was like, what is the name of this thing? Yeah. What are we going to call it? Like, we need to all believe in it. Um, and then if we're all not 100% with it, we're not going to roll with it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I like that conversation was like very memorable for me. Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. And I mean, to kind of top off that conversation, like I think for us personal, on mm -hmm. a personal note, um, it's just the beginning for us. Mm. We we as an organization have so many plans, so many like aspirations that we want to do, and on one is just the beginning of our journey as well. Mm. Um, even though we say we're getting old, we're still on, in the grand scheme of things. We're still pretty young, so we're really going for it, um, living the American dream, I guess you know, or I Bay Area we're dream. Getting, I say, we're still pretty young. <laughs> I mean, like I had a parent like come yeah. up to us. She's like, he was like. 45, 50 ish. She was like, wow, you're like super young to be opening up a business. I was like, yeah. wow, like that put me in perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, because mm -hmm. like right now, like, you know, the, like the dance community, it, it's a young person's game, right? So mm -hmm. like you're surrounded mm -hmm. with like college students, high school students, and yeah. we're over here in our like late 20s still kind of doing our thing. And we're just like, oh, no, we're getting old. But you know, in actuality, like we're actually. We're in the prime of life. Yeah, we're in the prime. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. In NBA terms, like if you're around this age, you're actually in your prime. Yeah, that's true. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, speaking of like, I guess the community and just outside of online studios, like what are some of your favorite brands dance related actually hmm. um, in, you know, in the industry right man, now? Man, Sora Yang, hands down. Dude, yeah, Sorry, like, yeah. dude she's Hi. freaking inspiring, Hi, man. Oh, yeah. What inspires you about, about Sora? Yeah. I think that she was kind of like the first of a kind like what she's like the first mm -hmm. of its kind mm -hmm. um especially when like in the age of dance that we're at right now um to just personally brand yourself and just inspire like a whole group of dancers to just share the same beliefs as she mm -hmm. um and then you know just affirm that through her clothing i think that's yeah. freaking cool um like one of the coolest things i've seen was like the you got this on the wrist, mm -hmm. you know, like, um, I think it's really cool that it's on the wrist, especially like on that side oh, of the wrist, yeah. you know, like, like you got this dude, you know, 
Um, yeah. What do you? How about you guys? Yeah. I think for me, like cookies is a great brand. They're not like a product brand, but like they're like a team, right? And whenever they put out stuff, like it just you you know it's a cookie set when you you see it because they just come with this like really good feeling and like it just so polished and they know themselves mm. and I mm. think dude polish is a good word yeah yeah polished. polished I think for cookies I really like their wordplay on it so yeah. they're like cookies they're a team right but then I guess like every season they have new members so they call it like a new batch of members like I mm. really like mm. I really Fresh. like that like I don't know, it's like so like word in, branding yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I think here's a new batch of cookies yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think the best brands are informal where it's really like not about the name of the brand or like whatever they are it's just that you know the feeling behind it when you hear the name like mm-hmm. Apple you don't think about eating apples it's Apple mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah. so yeah that makes sense um, you know like what's interesting is like I appreciate a lot of the smaller personal brands that mm-hmm. I'm just seeing like on Instagram and stuff because I think about some dancers like one that in- immediately comes to mind is like Anthony Lee um, who like has a lot of followers and stuff so but he's not always like a super serious like this is my dance mm-hmm. career like mm-hmm. he very much injects his personality into it mm-hmm. but interestingly I mean it's it's genuinely him and it's a part of his brand so it's mm-hmm. like that's what I really like about his I guess Instagram feed but like I, I guess how he carries himself as a as a as a dancer and a performer. Mm. So he's a something, I don't know, it's it's funny. <laughs> it's like, I like to like, I like to just like go through his Instagram sometimes and mm. just like kind of- He is funny. Get to know, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, like his Woe series. Oh yeah, <laughs> we tried to like do one. sometimes, man. <laughs> Wait, you tried I, to I just, do one? I, I just kind of think about just like how, how, like how much time does he put into thinking about these ideas? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of like teaching a dance class as a brand, like that's your way of teaching. Larkin, oh, that's take that's a Larkin yeah. class, one. and you you understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, every single time. Yeah, I'm I'm even I'm sometimes I'm, I'm just like working the front or like behind the camera, and I'm just like staring, and I'm just like, oh, like mm-hmm. whoa, this is like I wish I could experience this, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything, Carly? Like any brands out there? I think Kinja's is a great brand. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, I think when they, yeah, that's facts. from what I know, when they first started, it wasn't even a brand. It was just like a group of people that really liked anime, <laughs> something like that, right? <laughs> oh, they were like, yeah. like yeah. Anbu Black yeah, Ops. Yeah, Anbu Black yeah. Ops, right? Like so, reference. yeah. And so they, they kind of just like went for it and then yeah. they kind of evolved it into kind of like a, like a brotherhood. Yeah. Which is really cool. and mm-hmm. Even uh, the term itself, like Kinjas, like Kin. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's creative. Oh, I just realized that's genius. that. I'm so mm-hmm. super jealous I didn't come up with that. Yeah. <laughs> I really like brands that have like really good mantras. So mm-hmm. like Sora is great. Uh, she she does a lot of like empowering like phrases, like mm-hmm. uh, you got this and then her tiny but mighty. Mm-hmm. Um, also uh, another like well, so, something outside of dance is Benny Gold. I really love him. During my time in college, like he he, it's a he's like a skatewear or yeah, skatewear yeah. brand. Um, I really liked his like works for jerks kind of uh, tagline because at the time I think I got into him when we were kind of starting our our studio, so it kind of resonates with me because it's like I don't want to work. 
I don't want to work. I want to work. Like I want to work, but <laughs> yeah, <now laughs> to make money. You. But then, like you know, yeah, now we got it. it's like yeah, you know, works for jokes. Like it's not it's not work if you're really passionate about it and you're mm -hmm. just doing it because you want to do it, kind of thing. Mm, yeah. So just like brands that have really good mantras and like slogans. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think. I mean, we can even say like one of the first, as as far as my knowledge goes, um, organizations to really brand themselves as a dance organization was Movement Lifestyle, mm. right? Um, and they just celebrated their ten, ten years. years. Like that's oh, nuts yeah. to me. No. So seeing all of those pictures, though, like of yeah. just those throwbacks, mm. it's like I I feel like I'm reliving it too. No, like that's yeah. true. it's yeah. crazy, and I'm. I mean, I'm so proud of them and just like mm -hmm. everything that they're doing too. So, and it's inspiring for us as well. Mm -hmm. um, so to kind of like almost wrap up, like it, what kind of tips I guess would you guys give to anyone trying to find their brand and trying to create something, um, whether it's dance related or not, like um, how to find their brand and how to um, establish that and push it forward. Wow, man. Mm. I, I think that's like, another episode. Oh, <laughs> but go, go. I don't know. I feel like you have to find your, like, find your truth. Like, find your, find your authentic self. And, like, don't, it, like, that's what makes things different and unique. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's, think about what are your core values? Yeah. What do you really embody? What are you really passionate about? And then what kind of niche can you, inhabit in the world where this is you this is how you stand out and be distinctive within the world because there's, there's a lot of brands out there how do you how do you make yourself <laughs> unique and different so mm -hmm. um for me i think it's just being real like be real mm -hmm. be super authentic um and you got to be willing to work hard like you got to be willing to end your days at two and wake up to do your nine to five and keep doing it after your nine to five, <laughs> you know? Um, and like your mind just has to be on it like every single time, like it has to keep you awake. Like even when you sleep, you're, you're like, you're dreaming about it. Like you're just overly obsessed. And I think that's a good thing. Like, I feel like people aren't obsessed enough because it's, you, yeah. yeah. It's the whole like suffering, right? Yeah, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know, society kind of be like, oh, no, I'm too cool to be focused. It's like, what the f I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that's just what it is. You, you got to like, you got to go for it, man. Yeah. And don't quit. And just don't be fake. Dive yeah, in. Yeah. Don't cut corners. Yeah. Trey songs. Yeah. <laughs> go through the thick grass and find a shiny. It's worth it. <laughs> I it's mean, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely. Just push it forward. I mean, if I were to add like my two cents, it's just really it's down. It comes down to the details. Like you can come up with the word, oh, we're summer themed, but it's like, what does that mean, mm -hmm. right? Like, and it really comes down to the details, and that's where the the thinking about it and the quote unquote obsession mm -hmm. of it comes into play because you're just thinking about every aspect of this whatever you're trying to build, and you're just trying to. Um, establish it and just like make sure that it's consistent and then make sure that it works and then then you start to rethink it and mm, stuff yeah. and some because sometimes your brand will evolve mm. over time and i think that's yeah. something that um we've experienced for sure mm. like it's evolved and evolved and evolved and it still is and it, i don't think it'll ever stop yeah. um i think that's how you stay relevant and that's how you're able to um connect to today's audience um yeah yeah and for me it's there's a saying in this is a saying 
perfect is the enemy of the good, mm. which means that sometimes you just got to execute. You can't just wait and think and think about what's the perfect idea. Sometimes you just got to put out your MVP to use startup culture, just put out your product and then constantly iterate and figure out figure out along the way, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we, we could have waited like 10 years to produce something. It, it would have been probably the same, but why wait? Mm-hmm. Why wait? Yeah. It would have been like what? Down. Think about that. Like if we did, if we did that we would have been thirty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Sutarji. <laughs> On that note, oh. <laughs> I think we'll pretty much wrap it That's up funny. there. So thank you guys again I'm so good. much for tuning in to Between Us Foods. This is episode ten. We have one more episode coming up. Um, it is going to be our season finale for season one. Um, definitely going to be an ASMR episode. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's definitely. <laughs> um, leave a comment down below um, if you're watching this on YouTube if you're on Spotify uh, make sure to follow us um, follow us everywhere um, come to take our classes you know <laughs> um, so we'll see you guys next time thanks again so much for tuning in um, we'll see you later okay bye later bye. later fools all y'all fools later friends of Alma Studios <laughs> <laughs>